Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, we've got kind of two topics this week. The first is just a little bit of a reminder, hopefully a boost, hopefully a little motivation for you. Um, I was in a position this week where um, people, they were trying to help me, beautiful friends, great class, a favorite class, loved this group class that I was in this last session. It was awesome, wonderful. And everybody was trying to help me, trying to solve a problem. Um, Moxie getting in her weaves and like, what should I do? And I was asking for advice. Because of course in class, she never missed, right? She was perfect. And um, so they very quickly started to say, well, it must be you, must be something you're doing. You must be nervous. You must be focused on just trying to cue. Um, da, 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 da. And it made me, I, I in the moment, it was one of those situations where it was a bunch of people all kind of talking over each other, and I was trying to give more information and more context, and and that was sort of being taken as I was arguing with what they were saying. Da, 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 da. Anyway, it was like one of those moments where like everybody was talking and no one was listening. And um, but what I what I the takeaway for me after I thought about it for twenty four hours or so was that um, when we are working on our mental game. Um, not everybody is in the same place as we are, right? We're, we're taking this really big leap and sometimes it's very vulnerable and there's a lot of like self-awareness and self-assessment that goes into it and a lot of really trying to be present and really trying to put these skills to work and really trying to work all the tools and all of these things that we talk about um, on these podcasts, in the membership, um, in other places, right, where we're all working on this actively. And it just reminded me that like I kind of had this moment of I felt a little triggered by some of the kind of I'm going to say accusations right that they were like oh it's you're getting nervous you're doing this you're focused on the outcome and at one point I even tried to say like no I know that she's going to you know not do the weaves and they were like oh my god well that's just it you know she's not gonna do them I'm like no I'm focused on the process I don't I don't care if we cue I'm I've tried it and they're like oh no 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 you have to care and I was like okay and I just stopped and I'm sharing all of this not because, oh my God, they didn't get it. Not at all. I'm sharing this because as we all go through any kind of self-improvement journey, I don't care if you're working on a handling skill, your mental skill, I, I I don't care what you're working on in life. When we are trying to level up ourselves, not everybody's going to be on the same page and not everybody's going to understand where you're coming from or what you're working on. So it was really interesting. I mean, those women are amazing. They they know that I have this podcast. Maybe some are listening. Um, they know that, you know, I do some mental skills work and, and whatever. But to to all of them, they were all like, well, no, it's obviously your mindset is basically what it And I laughed because I was able to really think about it later and one, consider it, right? Is it my mindset in the ring? And I was thinking of my last trial 
where Moxie and I had the most fun. And it was because I had let go of the outcome. My process goal was to have fun and I was focused on having fun and we accomplished that, right? So I think I'm sharing all of this because there may be a, ch- a time where you are going through this change. You're leveling up, you're getting better, you're working on your skills, and not everyone around you is on the same page, on the same place in their journey, and you may feel like you have to defend or explain or um, you know work on your skills in public, right, in front of other people who, who aren't kind of working on their mental game in the same way or they aren't on the same page. Maybe they're chapters ahead of you. Maybe they're chapters behind you wherever they are. And I think that, you know, for me, it was a really, it was a great reminder that not everybody's on the same page. It was an interesting moment that not everybody believed me (laughs) when I said that, no, I really have let go of, like, I'm willing to walk in the ring and treat it like a match. Like, it's fine. Like, I just want to solve this. I kept trying to get to, but what do I do when it happens? And they kept trying to problem solve that it was me and my mindset. And I was really clear that for myself, that I was like, nope, actually, I can look at that. Is it some of my mindset? I mean, it's the act of walking in the ring, but am I adding to it? I really don't think so. Was I adding to it six months ago? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. So I share that just as a personal story that even, you know, someone like me who's, you know, sharing my stories and and hoping that it will help someone else and, and, and level them up is still, you know, coming against folks who you know, don't believe or aren't in the same place. And you're, that's going to happen to you too. So just keep pushing, keep believing in your tools. You know, if you have to keep some of your goals to yourself or what have you, or just sort of in a conversation like that, just sort of, you know, what I did actually is I, I really tried to refocus that. I'm like, great, it's all my fault. But what do I do? What do I do? And then interestingly, there were only a few suggestions, right? And so, um, just just realize that that's going to happen and be okay with it. What it is, is a sign of your growth. It's a sign of you leveling up and moving up and getting better at your mental game and having really good self-awareness and self-assessment and doing the work. And um, it's going to be hard and not every conversation in your life is going to be easy, but you're getting better and stronger and you can be like calmer and quieter about it and I wasn't defensive, actually. I just was like, kept trying to add more context, add more context in hopes to get others to understand. And it didn't work, really. And so then I just tried to refocus, right? Because I can go do my work offline um, and really look at how I am being in a trial. And, um, and I can also give myself credit for how far I've come and know that actually in the last trial, my process goals were spot on. And um, so you may come out of a conversation like that thinking, okay, no, my process goals could be better. Maybe they're right. Or you could come out of that conversation going, nope, I know who I am and the progress I've made and I'm proud of my progress. Okay. So just a, just sharing a little ditty of um, a recent like lively conversation I ended up having, again, with a bunch of women I love in a really safe environment. Um, But um, even those best environments might bring up, you know, and test our, uh, our belief systems in what we're doing with our mental game. Okay. 
All right. All right. So my second topic today um, is talking about kind of our our inner thoughts. And, you know, I'm having more awareness about how, you know, not everyone is thinking all the time. <laughs> you know, um, there actually is a, only a percentage of people who are always thinking about something in their heads. And for someone like me who is always has a thought in my head, it's hard for me to imagine that not everybody is processing a lot of different thoughts. However, I feel like as, you know, people who compete, right, or people who are getting ready to compete or, you know, walking into the ring, you know, and, and, and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones and into our growth zones, I feel like we do have a lot of thoughts that sometimes are not um helping us, <laughs> right? A lot of negative thoughts, some negative self-talk, um, some things that we say to ourselves in the moment that really isn't very constructive. And of course, we've talked about this several times on this podcast in different episodes from different angles, but I love when I read something by um, like a new author, because I'm always reading and always trying to get new information to you. And um, I love how they think about it in, from a different perspective. I've really talked about it before as being the committee in your mind and and having like almost like imagining for me it's like imagining of one of those big old timey mahogany conference tables with everybody at the table all having a different opinion and there's sort of like a cheerleader and there's a naysayer and there's fear and like all of these people are trying to get they're trying to talk and they and they're, they're represents the thoughts in your head and for that for that that metaphor resonates with a lot of people and really doesn't resonate with a lot of people. So I'm always searching for different uh, metaphors um, that we can use to have the conversation. Because um, and and one of the the authors I'm reading right now, um, his name is Douglas Jowdy, J O W D Y. And it's a new book called Gold Medal Mind, um, which of course is brilliant, you know, since the Olympics have just ended as I record this. And he talks about it in terms of real estate. He talks about it in terms of like, you know, you've got like oceanfront property, the prime real estate, the best real estate, the most expensive real estate. And then you've got, um, I think he calls it like a shed, like a mile away in like, you know, a like really crummy part of town with a railroad track and all this kind of stuff. And so he talks about making sure that your best thoughts have your the best real estate and your crummy thoughts are banished to this like little shack, you know, at the outskirts of town, let's just say. Um, those aren't his exact words, but shack is definitely, uh, um, or shack or shed is definitely a, a metaphor that he uses for that. And so he talks about um, then evicting the bad thoughts or kicking the bad thoughts to the, to the shed and making sure that your positive thoughts are the ones that are living on that, he calls it oceanfront property or this prime real estate. And I think whether or not you're a person who constantly has a bunch of thoughts running around in your head or conflicting thoughts, I do think all of us struggle at different times with self-doubt or negative self-talk or, you know, even if you stub your toe on the coffee table and you're like, oh, that's, I'm so stupid, I'm so clumsy. 
Well, that's a really, that's a great example of probably something you don't even think about, but is really damaging, honestly, um, because you're telling yourself that you're bad or dumb or, you know, you lack grace or you're clumsy or what have you. And those are, maybe those are your thoughts. Maybe those are things you heard in your family, um, you know, and so sometimes we, we still talk to ourselves about ourselves in those negative terms. And so we, I, I like metaphors like banishing that thought, you know, to a shed, at, you know, and um, picture some sketchy area or something, um, some abandoned area. I don't know. It gets very creepy for me when I think about that. But like sending a thought like, oh, you're so clumsy, you know, to that shed and reserving the thoughts of being like, you know, just, I hit my toe. Accidents happen. Big deal. Let's, it doesn't mean anything. The other thing that comes up a lot for people is to, to separate the fact that you are not your thoughts. And I think that's a really, again, one of those things that's super simple, but super hard. <laughs> um, but it's interesting always to have the moment of clarity where you can observe that the thought of, oh, you're so clumsy is just a thought and it's not who you actually are. And so I always think that that's interesting too because once we separate um, who we are from the thoughts that we have, it gets easier to control our thoughts or banish those low vibe negative thoughts to the back, either the back of the conference room or to the shed in the woods or wherever makes sense. Okay, but the point is, is what we want to try to do is if we can't immediately replace that thought. So let's say I run into my coffee table. I have a choice in that moment. If I say, oh, you're so dumb, you're so clumsy talking about myself, or I can just say, oh, that hurt. Accidents happen. That's silly. And just move on because I probably can't say in that moment, oh, you're so graceful because it's going to come across as sarcasm even in my own head, right? Because I just I just hit my foot on the table, right? So sometimes we can't leap to the opposite thought is my point, right? I can't go from you're so clumsy to you're so graceful when I actually just ran into the coffee table, okay? So sometimes we have to have a stepping stone thought or a thought in between that says, okay, that's, it's just an accident. Like it's meaningless. This isn't who I am. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a thing that happened. I don't have to assign any thought to this moment. Okay. So sometimes we need to kind of create something in the middle because what the goal is, is to get back to the present reality of the situation. And the reality of the situation is that running into the coffee table does not mean anything. It's, we're assigning meaning, we're judging, we're judging this one action, we're judging ourselves and saying, oh my God, you're so clumsy, I'm so clumsy because I did this thing. And that's a lot of extra baggage to assign to this one faux pas or this one moment or this one just act of being distracted while you were walking through your living room. And so I think we do that a lot, right? I think we do that a lot. We judge our thoughts. We judge our actions. We judge harshly. And by doing that, we keep feeding our minds this really negative propaganda about ourselves, right? If I tell myself I'm so clumsy, 
or I'm so dumb, or I'm so bad at math, or, you know, whatever that is over and over again, well, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, because that's what you're living up to. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live up to you're so clumsy, because... Yeah, that that's a as, as the older I get, you know, those uh, it's harder and harder to recover from, right? I bruise like a peach now, so um, so we we don't want to have those thoughts. And certainly, when it comes to handling and when it comes to our mindset, you know, it's really easy to use this like you know running into the coffee table thing as an example. But we all have moments of where we tell ourselves something and we make it true right? You walk a course, you really want to put a front cross somewhere, and you're just already thinking, I don't know if I can get there. I don't know if I can get there. I don't know if I can get there. And that turns into, I can't get there. I won't get there. I'm not getting there, right? And so you're not getting to that front cross. You're not getting there in time. And you made that happen before you ever stepped into the ring, okay? And it's because of doubt and fear And all of those things that creep in and then you layer on judgment and you're like, oh, I never can do it in practice or I, you know, I can only do it in practice. I never can do it in the ring. Uh, You know, I've never done it before. Wow. Like all of that weight suddenly is on you getting to a point in the course where it might be a challenge to execute that skill, but it's the right skill to execute. So what is getting in your way from committing to it? It's all, it's like you're prejudging the situation. You're, you're predetermining the outcome um, of what's going to happen in that moment. And you're sabotaging yourself. Let's be honest. You get, you have a choice to make, which is really go for it and really try and really try to get there for that front cross and really do it. And you are choosing to have the negative thought instead. That is sabotage. And that's harsh and I'm sorry to be harsh, um, but we want to not do that. We want to not allow our, our the thoughts that we have or our self-talk or however it is that your brain processes these negative thoughts and judgments about yourselves. We want to banish those to the cheap property, you know, to the shed, the dilapidated shed, and we want to really elevate the thought that says, I'm going to try to go for that front cross in that. And so, and for my non-agility listeners, um, this is just a type of handling maneuver that that happens in an agility course is quite common, or it's certainly common as we're learning skills. Um, But you can reframe it and you can say, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try because it's a great place to put that front cross. And that's a great place to try the skill. And I have been working on it at home. And if I don't try it in, in a in a trial environment and start to believe in myself, I won't, I won't ever do it. And I need to be able to do it. So I, by God, I'm going to go for it. Right. And if I don't do it, I will learn something. Okay. Because everything is feedback. It's not failure. It's feedback. And you're going to go for it. So we need to be in a better habit of reframing. Because if we go in the ring with those negative thoughts saying, I'm never going to get there, well, then you're right. You know, Uh, I think it's a Henry Ford quote that says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Um, And I love that quote because it's so simple. and It's so true. And um, it's about controlling that. So how do we do that? Like, how do we stop those thoughts? How do, because everybody has them. I have them. Everybody has them. Um, How do we stop them? Well, 
recognizing them, step one, catch yourself saying it, catch yourself every time you do it. And if you can't go from, for instance, I can't get that front cross to I'm going to get that front cross. If that's too far of a leap for your mind and your mind calls bullshit on it, then say, I'm going to go for that front cross or I'm going to try for the front cross. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And if I, and I'm going to learn something today if I can do it, right? Any step more positive puts your brain back in the forward thinking and quite frankly, problem solving mode. And in that I'm going to try kind of a mode, right? Even if it's, I think I can, I think I can, you know, you've got to get yourself back in that mode. Okay. So step one, recognize the thought and step two, try for a higher vibe thought, something that's a little more positive if you can't go all the way to the opposite thought. Okay. The other thing to think about is I want you to remember that everything happens in the present moment. Okay, so trying to, you know, even whether you're judging whether or not you can get there for that front cross, it is kind of a mini outcome, right? You're thinking whether or not you can do it. Um, Now, in most cases, I would say that that's a process goal because you're going to try to go for your, your front cross. But when you're thinking of it in the negative, you're already, what you're actually saying is, I'm going to miss my front cross and therefore it's going to cost me the run. That's actually what your your brain is really saying. So in a sense, you are thinking about the outcome versus, okay, here are the three things I have to accomplish in this run. I want a really good start line stay. I'm going to get that front cross and I want to have a good dog walk contact, right? Completely making things up. And um, those are things I can focus on and that energy around them are all in the positive All right. Do you see the difference? Um, If I say, oh, I'm never getting that front cross, I've already kind of established what dominoes will fall as a result of that, meaning I'm not going to queue. Because if I said, well, I'm not going to get that front cross, but my plan B is to to do a rear. Okay. now we're now we have some options and I'm still being positive. Do you see the difference? And I think it's so easy for us to get into the negative. So recognize the thought, switch gears for like a higher vibe thought, just something that's even a little better if you can't turn it all around. And remember that everything happens in the present moment, okay? You've got to focus on those process goals and you've got to focus on um, what you can do now, all right? Not in the future, but now. What is in your control, all right? And then finally, remember, everything is feedback, Everything is feedback and you're constantly learning, constantly applying what you've learned and getting better every day with every run. All right. So I think that's really important too. And I think really even going back to the top of this conversation and my conversation with my uh, my classmates, you know, I learned from that conversation. I, you know, I learned from Um, you know, from every interaction, from every practice, we're always learning. And if I take it all as feedback, then I'm getting better all the time. If I take it all as a condemnation of myself and who I am and my lack of ability or my lack of ability to be able to, for instance, solve this particular problem, then I'm 
I'm sort of resigned to not grow, right? Because I'm just saying, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, again, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And I want to be the kind of person who keeps growing. I want to be the kind of person who keeps pushing and seeing how far I can go and what I can accomplish and what I can accomplish with the dogs that I have and the next dogs and the next dogs and and being able to help people along the way. So it's a reframing. It's freaking hard. And even in a normal day, whether you're just in your own house and your dogs are just hanging around or whether you are out training or at a trial, you're going to catch those kind of dark and dingy thoughts and, you know, try to banish them, you know, send them away, replace them with something better. Remember that your mind should be oceanfront property when you go to a trial, especially, and you should be thinking of all the positive things and your positive vibes and just thinking, being in a good mood. And if you have to listen to good music or whatever, and elevate, 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 elevate your, your, your vibe, what you're putting in your brain and your thoughts and just keep weeding out those yucky ones. Okay. All right. I'm very passionate about this. Can you tell? (laughs) So, all right. So I hope this helps. I hope that there's a couple little hints and tricks in here for you. Practice it this weekend. Practice it right now as you're driving to your trial. And even if you're thinking of like things like, oh, there's always traffic on this road or whatever, like, just catch yourself. Like, is that true? Um, can I just be in the process? Can I just take a different way? Can I, is there something else I can do to, to kind of change that vibe? Be on the hunt for those low vibe thoughts and how often you think that and how you are talking to yourself uh, because it is having an impact. And remember, we only want to have positive impacts when it comes to our mental game and putting ourselves in a position to really perform at our best. That's what it's all about right? Okay. I am going to go play agility and uh, scent work this weekend, and I'm going to have some high vibe thoughts for my weave poles. And I hope that no matter where you are or what you're doing this weekend, that you are having a great week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.